You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. host Stacy Smith. We're so grateful that you're joining us this evening. And of course, I am also joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Rayshon Payne. How hey, are hey, you? Hey. Um, I, I'm upset. Why are you upset? Because like, I got got with a purchase. W- uh, would you like to share with our listeners how you got got? Well, it was kind of warm today and I haven't wanted a milkshake so bad. And I was at the mall, and I came across Hagen Dyes. We all know Hagen Dyes, and it was this cute little sales girl back there. He was like, "You should do the banana split shake," and it was good. It had like strawberry ice cream, bananas. I think it had some cherry. It was good. Whipped cream on top, all that. I ain't think about the price. And when she said eight ninety, I'm like nine dollars for a damn milkshake. Did Khalees make this milkshake? I guess my question for you would have been, why didn't you immediately say, oh, no, I I, I will not be having that milkshake? Why you think? (laughs) Come on. Did you at least check the menu to see if the item was really that much? Like, how do we know that she didn't really get it? Because I asked for a receipt. And the receipt showed what it showed. Like, there were no prices. Because I was looking for the prices, but then I was like, you know, I want my milkshake. But like, how much can a milkshake be, though? More than $5. Nah, that bad boy was $10. I'm going to have to check this out. This $8 milkshake. Well, you said almost $9. No, yeah, $9 milkshake. Wow. Yes. They brought my ass to the yard, huh? <laughs> was it that. worth it? You know, it was really good. I ain't even gonna lie. It it was good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Just not nine dollars. Not nine dollars. That's I probably won't. I'll try to make that at the house. All right, all right. I'm sorry you got got. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna be talking about an interesting uh, topic tonight. It's something that you know we've all been through at some point of time. Well, and if you haven't, I'm sure you will at some point. But I feel like most people go through it. Dating. Speaking of getting got. The wonderful world of dating. So we're just going to be kind of talking about how dating has changed, Mm -hmm. the dynamics of dating, Mm -hmm. and we'll even give you, you know, a few tips to help you with your own dating. Yeah, we we we're daters. Yeah, I think we're like professional daters. (laughs) It's fun again. Hello. All right, guys. Well, let's hop into our topics for tonight. So you know what we do on Unapologetic. We talk about our favorite celebrity and entertainment news and also things that are just really interesting. All right. So congrats may possibly be in order for singer Cassie. So for those of you who know who Cassie is, she's known for singing and also modeling, but also very famous for being the ex-girlfriend of Diddy. There you go. She actually has not made a formal announcement yet. However, an inside source has said that she is pregnant by her boyfriend, Alex Fine. So shortly after breaking up with Diddy, she and Alex, you know, got together. Who and he's is? also moved on as well. He's a um an athlete, actually. Well, who? Well, how do you follow up Diddy? Well, that's a hard act to follow. You know, like, who is this guy? No, he's not like a, you know, huge, you know, star or anything like that. But who cares? Let me tell you something. Oh, here we go. Save it, save it for the topic. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say this in terms of Cassie. When you've been with someone for that long, like she and Diddy were together for, what, almost 10 years? Like it was a oh, significant oh, amount of time. It was a while. Um, it was definitely like 10 years for sure. And, you know, no ring and there's been, you know, definitely rumors of infidelity. And, you know, Diddy, shortly after Kim Porter's death, who was the mother of um, his twin boys, as well as his son Christian, Diddy publicly, you know, displayed his emotions, you know, as was to be expected. But he constantly praised Kim Porter as his soulmate, as, you know, this woman that was basically everything to him. And it kind of, to me, was like, well, 
isn't that a little bit of a slap in the face of Cassie? Like, I understand you're grieving. I understand that was the mother of your children, but you've been with this woman 10 years and you never called her your soulmate on social media or at least publicly. So that had to make her feel some type of way. Well, she stayed at home. There must have been something there that kept her there. I could think of a thing or two. That killed me with this. Well, she has moved on, and Alex Fine is fine. So his name fits him. Okay. Well, congratulations for Cassie. Yes, oh, yes. pretty so ass. Hopefully she'll make the announcement soon so we can confirm right. that. How but, you, know, you get that information? Rumor has it. You know, <laughs> right. little inside, well, you, you know, little scoop. You know, little scoop, little scoop. All right, so this is something that is really interesting as well. Congrats are in order for another celebrity couple. Well, she's more of the celebrity, but Tammy Roman and Reggie. So, listen, let's just be honest here. Reggie Youngblood is not someone that is famous for, I mean, I know he played, played professional basketball, I think like overseas or something, but he's not known, you know, like Tammy is. Um, but, you know, for those of you who don't know who Tammy is, you know, you may know her from season two of The Real World, as well as Basketball Wives, which is where she's probably the most known. Um, took way back with that I'm real. just saying, you know, <laughs> I, I watched season two of The Real World. I wasn't that old for my Liza, time. <laughs> Liza, Liza Minnelli. Um, but no, congrats are in order because they're married. They secretly wed last July. So congrats to them. Well, good for them. Yes. Well, that's... Two against Evelyn's zero. So when Evelyn has husband, been married. It was a no. That didn't count. No, it was divorce. Usually it was divorce or was it a no? It was a divorce. Oh, well. Good so. one. Well, two to one. So, <laughs> Evelyn, you up next. Balls in your court. Haven't seemed to be in the lead here. All right. So, this is a very controversial topic here. Uh, ja Rule has decided that he would like to put on another version of the fire festival well he basically says he wants to do what the fire festival was supposed to be so he has big plans to reinvent uh the fire festival or a version of the fire festival you know how people just do dumb shit just dumb it's just kind of like you got out of that first situation unscathed like, which I am so shocked. Like, I don't know how Ja Rule was just untouchable in that whole situation. Why are you trying to go back and go in that situation again, Ja? Like, like why? And who was taking this seriously? I don't know, but it will be really interesting to see if people actually purchase they will. for this. <laughs> they they I, will. I have a feeling that you're What's this going to be called? Right? The Ice Festival? What, what, what we know? Ice? Ice, like no fire, fire? Oh, ice, okay. you know, just, I don't know, fire and ice. Okay. All right, moving well, on to our next story. So <laughs> this is something that is really cool and really dope. So there were a lot of people that made the Forbes, you know, list or whatever in terms of self-made, the richest self-made women. And I'm going to go down the list of like women that I think were like really cool that made the list. So of course, Miss Oprah Winfrey. Hey, cuz. Hey, girl. Number 10. Uh, she made $2.5 billion. She's number 10. She's number 10. As women? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Who's above Oprah? Be interesting. People you don't know. Uh, yeah. Kylie Jenner is number her. 23. Oh. <laughs> 21 years old, $1 billion. Hey, I'm not so mad that, Kylie. So that is confirmed. That child is actually worth a $1 billion. Yes. At 21 years old. Yes. Selling lipstick? like was she? Lip kits, and now she has her own skincare line. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rihanna. Hey. Number 37, age 31, $600 million. All right, now. Madonna, number 39. Michigan girl. Age 60, $570 million. Beyonce, number 51, age 37, $400 million. Kim Kardashian, number 57, $370 million. Taylor Swift at number 60 at age 29 with $360 million. Ellen DeGeneres, age 61. At three hundred and thirty million, Reese Witherspoon, age forty-three, at two hundred and forty million, and last but certainly not least, Miss 
Serena Williams, <laughs> age 37, $225 million. So shout out to the queens out there getting the coin. Who won the word? Girls. Um, that's interesting. I would thought that Taylor would have more money than that. Just, that's nothing to sneeze at. No, no, no. Not at all. Like, we 300 something. But I just thought, like, you know, because she's a pretty, 360 you know, million. Right. I just, for some reason, I thought it was a little bit more than that. Um, I was also shut. I thought Ellen had more than that for some reason. Like, I mean, these are impressive numbers. Don't get me wrong. I ain't got 300 and something million dollars just laying around. But I just thought that they were worth more. Well, I was surprised but, that Reese Witherspoon was at two hundred. Yeah, that's, what, like, that's yeah. what I was surprised at. That's another like, one. Like, she sneak her ass in there. Right? She must be getting paid a lot of money for those films. What films? What that's the, the thing. Last I guess when she, you saw? when she does them, she must actually ask for a pretty penny. Oh, she must be asking for royalties in the back end. Or something like that. Look that up. Well, also, Rihanna is now the world's, well, not the world's, I'm sorry, the wealthiest, the world's, the world's richest female musician. Go ahead, Rihanna. That's my girl right there. Yes, yes. And also, speaking of rich musicians, Jay-Z has officially become the first hip-hop artist to become a billionaire. Yeah, it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. That don't surprise me. Like, I, I knew he was about to do. He he was not going to stop until he became a billionaire. So, good job, folks. So hey, what's better than one billionaire? Two. You just said Beyonce already got four. She'll get there. Well, she got six. No worry, got to do one that she ain't. Uh, she need to have a little sit down. Well, that's because her husband <laughs> has a lot to do with Rihanna's business dealings. Just she, saying. It should make it even worse for me. Like, you made her, but not me? What? No, but again, 400 mil, still ain't nothing to sneeze at. All right. Congratulations to all, like you said, those beautiful queens. Yes, congratulations. Money. Also, um, here's just a little interesting something for you. Apollo Nida from The Real Housewives of Atlanta, also known as Phaedra Park's ex-husband, has been released into a halfway house. So he actually was released early. We had eight years. Yeah. How many did he say? Um, well, he's still serving. Oh, uh, well, yeah, in the halfway house. Yeah, in the halfway house. But he's set to be released from prison on October 15th. Uh, this year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was up. Yeah, so, mm. you know. I wonder if they're going to work it out. Well, he's engaged to someone else, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know how. Now, see, that that good segue into our topic about dating. Now, see, if this man can get engaged from prison walls, that's hopeful. <laughs> All of us yet. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll start talking about dating and all of the joys of the dating world. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm on my 14 carries. I'm 14 carries. Doing it up like my eyes. Mm. I used to get out of touch So good, so good Make you never wanna leave So don't So don't Gonna wear that dress you like Skin tight Do my hair up real, real nice And sink up, pay my skin to your heart beating Cause I just wanna look good for you Good for you I just wanna look good for you, good for you, uh-huh Let me show you how proud I am to be yours Leave this dress a mess on the floor Still look good for you, good for you, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh I'm in my marquee diamonds I'm a marquee diamond Could even make that Tiffany jealous mm. You say I give it to you hard So bad, so bad Make you never wanna leave I won't I won't Gonna wear that dress you like Skin tight Do my hair up real, real nice And sink up in my skin To how you're breathing 
And tonight's topic is a topic that I'm sure a lot of you probably want to talk about, and that's dating and how much we love it and how much we hate it. Mm, That's all at the same damn time. Yeah. So I know that, you know, dating can be something that can be a lot of fun. You know, you get an opportunity to meet new people. You have the opportunity to experience some new things, learn some new personalities, maybe even learn a thing or two just about yourself. And for you all, it's a free meal. Mm, You get your free meals, too. Not all the time. You get them often. Not not as often as I would like. But, you know... (laughs) You know, traditionally, you know, women, we do have the opportunity to get a free meal or two. Oh, I've heard plenty of times. Like, I really didn't like him. I just went for the free meal. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard that. You know, so you get a chance to (laughs) dine at a new restaurant, you know, try a new dish, all of those different things. All right. So this can lead into a question that I feel a lot of people ask. Who should pay on a first date? Now, I always, my rule is whoever initiates the date should pay. I think that's just fair. Like, if you initiate it, then you should pay for it. Okay. I think that's fair. But I think from a male and female standpoint, I think that the man should at least Mm -hmm. offer to pay. Even if he didn't initiate it? Yes. So, if you ask me out, I got to (laughs) pay? I think you should at least offer but okay, but it's me off. I'm like, oh, I got it. Yeah, type of thing. For only for you to go. Oh, okay. I, no, some some women may some. say, well, hey, you know, I asked you out, so let me go ahead and take you know care of this. But maybe the next one, you can pick up the tab. If you find this magical woman, fellas, marry her. <laughs> I've paid for dates. I have. First, have you initiated? It, I've never or? paid for a first date. Have you ever paid for a date you have initiated? I've never had to. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, no, I'm not saying there was anything <laughs> wrong with initiating a first date. I've just never done it. It just never had to. You never had that problem. Yeah. I just think not a um, problem. Just I haven't done it. Well, because usually, you know, rule of thumb, nine times out of ten, who initiates the first date? And most of the time, men do. Right. So that's what I say. Whoever initiates. Should pay. Like, I mean, I've been asked out. And I, I'm going to be totally honest. Any time a girl has ever asked me out, that is the biggest turn off for me. Why is that? I, because it's a man thing. We are hunters. We are mm-hmm. predators. We we like to go out and search for it. So if it finds us, okay, what's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, so this is where I'm, like, conflicted. Because myself personally, I don't feel comfortable you know, approaching a guy or shooting my shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like nowadays things have changed so much where women are becoming a little bit more assertive because so many men have stated that they're not comfortable necessarily, you know, approaching the woman because they feel like they may get shot down. And so they need like that, almost like that, um, that what's the word I'm green looking light, for? Yeah, like go. that green light yeah. to you know get them to come over and you know right. say something. So this is what I say. 
although I've never just directly said, you know, like, hey, let me get your number. Let's go out or whatever. I do try to drop subtle hints to let the man know that I'm interested. But now, see, when you say like and I have to say this whole wave of assertive women kind of rolled in on this whole, you know, all the women who independent, who run the world, all this, you know, female empowerment, which I got nothing wrong with. With not, but the problem with that is mm-hmm. in the world of dating that can kind of intimidate a man. Okay. We, our egos are very fragile. You know, we got to be the one we choose. You know, you ain't choose me. I chose you okay. type of thing. Well, we're going to put a pin in that because <laughs> you and I recently had a conversation about that. And you told me women make the choice. No, 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 no. I said men make the choice. I said some women can make the choice. You. I said this woman sitting in front of me. You are in a position to make a choice. I didn't say all women. Men choose when we get married. I'm, it just is. We don't want to ask the question. Okay, so for those of you out there that are listening, let me clarify this. So Rayshawn and I were having a conversation about when men and women, you know, decide to walk down the aisle to get married. Who makes the choice on whether or not they get married? And I said the man traditionally makes that choice because he's the one that proposes. Traditionally, he takes that role of getting down on one knee and asking and choosing his and bride. Choosing his bride. Yes. And so no matter how much a woman may feel like, oh, I think he's my husband. I think he's, you know, the one. It doesn't matter until he chooses chooses her. You. Exactly. So when you choose, like, again, going, if you was listening to the beginning of the show, that milkshake that I chose to get, mm-hmm. I wanted it. I chose it and I got it. And it cost me $9. So. I say that to say, if a man chooses something that he wants, he has no problem letting you know that you are the chosen one. And let's talk about that, ladies, because I feel like a lot of women are confused about this. So let me clear this up. I'm so glad that you said that. So many women get caught up in thinking that, oh, well, let me pay attention to his actions. Let me pay attention to his words. Let me pay attention to those things and let me decipher whether or not this man is really interested in me. Let let me be very clear. When a man wants you, he has no problem letting you know that. Not at all. There is no gray area. Mm-hmm. There's no confusion. Mm-hmm. He lets you know, I want mm-hmm. to be with you. Maybe it's you. You're the <laughs> one. I want to take this to another level. I want to commit. I want to do whatever it is that he wants Lock to do. Down, he will let wifey. you know if yep. he really wants to be with you. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, I think because what well, he always calls, what well, he always, if he hasn't said it, it doesn't matter. Sorry. They let you know. You will feel it when a man wants you. He'll you, say you it. You definitely will feel it. And he will say it. Yeah. He won't be shy about it. He won't be. Because this is the thing. As you said previously, men are hunters, right? They're hunters. So they're going to claim what's theirs. Mm-hmm. So if he's feeling like you are the person that I want to be with and I don't want to share you with anyone else, I need to let you know that because you are mine. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that are out there trying to figure it out with that guy, stop. Yeah. He's going to tell uh, you. I always say that if you're if you are confused about how a person feels about you, then that's not the person for you. Absolutely. Cuz there's no confusion. There's like I no said there's confusion. no gray area. Yeah. Yeah, you either you're in this or you're not in this. I mean, I get cuz I'm a bit of a commitment phobe. I get it. I mean, I I will own that. But there have been a few out there like, oh, yeah, I need you. And then I got them and did what I wanted to do. I didn't like it. I just wanted what I wanted. But I can admit that. But that's why I'm single out here in the streets. But let's go back to What's that? you not feeling comfortable with a woman initiating no, a date. It's not necessarily. An, I'm old-fashioned. You know, I, I believe in the man supposed to court and supposed to, you know, the woman supposed to play hard to get. But be sweet about it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say, when, going on the point that you said about men want to know we got the green light, mm-hmm. don't just give us, give it to us. You know what I'm saying? Here, it's yours. Just take it. No, let us work for a little bit, but reward us. Let us know that our actions and our, you know, intentions are not going unnoticed. Don't just be cold and just be, 
Dare I use the word a bitch? Okay, well, that's interesting that you should say that because I was having a conversation with a male friend of mine, and he was saying that nowadays, specifically men that are 35 and under, they're not trying to chase. No, those men want their moms. They want, no, they want what's easy. Yeah, their mothers. Their mothers are easy. Their mothers are what makes it easy. They're going to cook for them. The mother ain't going to get them no problem. Oh, that's my back. You ever notice a mother and their son, that relationship, they'll let they, they own their daughter's ass. They ain't letting their daughter get away with nothing. They got to be at home at a certain time. Mm-hmm. They got to have this, that. Oh, he a boy. Oh, he this. Oh, he that. See, that, 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 the mother instills that in the son. And so now the son, who do they often marry? A woman that's like their mother. Hmm, isn't that interesting? And don't y'all always say, you need to go to your mama with that. <laughs> your mama is going to take care of that. I ain't your mama. How many times have you had to say that to a man? I've never had to say that. Well, how many times have you heard that? I mean, I've heard it. but I, it, I, I, Exactly. Well, you've I been blessed to have to not say that. <laughs> but it, men look for women that are like their moms. Yes. Usually. Most of the time. Yeah. They want a woman... That's like their mother. And it just depends on how their mother was. Because you do have some moms who raised their sons. But let me go back to the point that I was making. I think that 35 and under, I definitely think that there is a significant point that was made by my friend. That because of today's times in which everything is easy in terms of access, Mm -hmm. Men now, they don't necessarily want to work for work it. For it. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily want to deal with the person that is playing a little coy or hard to get. It's like, look, you with it or you're not. And the reason that they can do that is because, as we just discussed, women are much more assertive, much more aggressive nowadays. And even with social media, I feel like the thirst is so real for everyone on social media. And what I mean by that is everyone is wanting attention and oh, yeah. everyone is wanting is willing to do whatever it takes to get those likes, to get those comments, <laughs> to get whatever recognition that they followers. need to followers to get their right. self-esteem boost. And so so many women are on social media with their body parts, you know, out, you know, doing seductive things in order to get the attention so that the men are sliding in the DMs, the men's, are, you know, the men are making the comments and all of that. And it's almost like it's so easy. Like I have a, a guy friend and he he showed me like pictures that girls send him on social media. And I'm talking about like really explicit photos. And it's like, no, what see, are you doing? No, no, no. Don't don't. It, it's changed because you have two types of categories now with this dating thing. You have people who are dating to find potential mates, to find, you know, their life partner, spouse, whatever. But then you have those who are dating just to have a good time. So you, you can't confuse the two. What are you dating for? Are you dating? Because neither one is wrong. Neither it, it is what it is. It's just where you at in life. I'm not looking to get anything serious. Like you said, what was the first thing you said? Dating is fun. It's exciting. You get to meet new people. You get to go to different restaurants. You get to hang out. It is fun. But some people are just in it for that. They're in it for the excitement, just to hang out, just to have fun with somebody. Not necessarily they're looking to get married. They're looking to build. All right. So let's put a pin in that. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll we'll talk more about that and also how technology has changed the world of dating. And so we're going to talk about that when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Xbox 
Apologetic, and that was CeeLo with F U. Well, I thought it was about dating. That's the breakup song. Well, that's a part of dating. Right. You break up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cover that one. No doubt. All right. Well, All right. we before the break, we were talking about how technology mm. has changed uh, the aspect of dating, and you were talking about how nowadays, you know. Things are a little casual, yeah. and I feel like social media, as well as technology with you know online dating, tenders, and, and swiping, and all of that. Some you said women, y'all mindset has changed. Well, I feel like women's mindsets yeah. have changed almost because of how the dynamics of dating has changed. It's kind of like the roles are reversed yeah, a little bit because I've seen a lot of more men talking about, man, if I had a good woman, I want to settle down. And there's all women out there like, I'm going to turn up, living my best life. I ain't got with that love, real ass. Be give. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And also there are dating apps where the women have the control. Right. Where the women actually kind of, you know, choose and initiate you know, the guy and meaning they can't even see the other. The guy can't see who has actually, you know, looked at them or whatever until the girl chooses them. See, So I think that's pretty cool, actually. But I also think that it it, it kills the human aspect of dating. Absolutely. Because when you're swiping, yeah, all you're looking at is their photos and a little bit of a bio. Like, and most of the time, let's be honest here, if you weren't impressed with those photos, you're not taking the time to read that bio. Not at all. And everyone doesn't take good photos. Not at all. I know I'm one. But are, <laughs> you know, you that shallow? Like, are we that shallow that if you don't look a certain type of way, it's like swipe? Uh, Seems that you always come down on me because Stacey for years has called me superficial and shallow because I, she think I'm caught up on a look. Appearance is everything. People like people that they think are attractive. It, it, and it's not even in dating. That's in, in the world of like if you're getting a job. No, nobody go hire nobody. 
It's a restaurant right here in Detroit named Bucharest. If you go in there and look at them girls, they all look like pretty porn stars. I'm telling you. I don't know who is doing the hiring in this restaurant, but all those girls are gorgeous. And that restaurant is very mad successful. It's always packed. I mean, come on. There's, you know, the restaurants like Hooters. Come on. It's all about the look. uh, People, you have to be, you know, you can go to this whole, ain't it all about how you look? It's on the inside. That ca- Yeah. Only ugly people say that. Okay. Or people who don't care about them. And then, you know, uh, 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 what they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. With this whole, you know, swiping epidemic, you do get to miss out on Because a person's personality can make them extremely attractive. Absolutely. Like, think uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. I can Damn, we're guaranteed she is not with that man because of his looks. Well, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I've always found Jay-Z to be attractive. You lying. No, I'm not. (laughs) But I think a lot of it has to do with the way he carries himself. He just has a lot of swag. That's what I said. Personality. Well, he definitely has personality. You saw Jay-Z on your Tinder. No, but he's always clean cut. Well, you know, Sarah's mm. been a little wild lately. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he used to, like, really, you know, keep a crispy That Caesar cut, he did. You know, and he was just always well put together, well dressed. And so, for me, I think I would have given Jay-Z a chance. Now, let me ask the street. you. Now, let me ask you. Now, this is the word of tender. Like you said, you ain't seen all this swag and personality in no th- you can see photos. That crispy hairline. So you mean to tell me you would swipe right if you saw Shy Carter on your Tinder? I would have swiped right. Wow, well, leave her, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow, well, believe this. That. I don't know because it gives people you get to hide, and knowing who is being themselves on social media, you always are putting out an image of who you want the world to think you are versus who you actually are. So when you date via you know Tinder and social media and all this, that, and the other, you are in love with the person that they chose to put out on social media. So when you meet the actual person, because the true you is going to come through eventually. So do you think that social media and online dating has helped or hurt dating? See, I would say, to be totally honest with you, 50-50. I've seen it, seen some like couples like meet through social media and they've been happy and they live their lives and it's genuine. But I've also seen it work in the other direction too. Like I've also seen it because the moment I'm gonna be totally honest with you, you called me out on this too. The moment I see a person post their relationship on social media, I say, "Yep, this relationship is over." And it usually six months to a year, it is. Then I saw yeah. the post off re- deleted and then that's when the memes come about, you know, you have to love yourself first and never again and all that other bullshit. Well, you, that you, you know, said. I'm probably going a little deep here when well, I say this. Do. Go ahead. But you know, this is unapologetic, so I'm Absolutely. gonna be unapologetically deep. I think a lot of that has to do with what you attract. So I'm a big believer in the law of attraction, and I believe that there are a lot of people that are haters Mm. that are watching you. And when you post that you're happy in a relationship, sometimes you can attract hate, meaning you have people that will purposely slide in that person's DM Just to test your relationship, just to see if you guys are really so happy or so committed. There are people that are really jealous. They have really, you know, jealous hearts and they will purposely try to ruin whatever happiness that you You have. have. And I think that's why it's important sometimes to leave a little bit to the imagination. Now, me personally, I don't post anything regarding my relationship on social media. When I'm in a relationship, you get nothing. Exactly. All of my friends, all of my family, when I'm in a relationship, they know who I'm with. They know all about the person. Everyone that matters to me, that's important in my life, they know about this individual. But in terms of everyone needing to be in our business, no. And it's only because I've seen it. I've seen how much drama social media has caused for relationships with, you know, people, you know, having such easy access. You just send a message. You know, people that they haven't seen in years, 10 years, you know, they want to see if that flame is still burning. Right. You know, see all it. of a sudden it's a, hey, how you hey, doing? Let's get Hey, Biggie. Let's do lunch. <laughs> no. 
And it can be clear as day that this man is married. His profile picture could be with his wife and they will still try it. Try it. Yeah. And so that's why I say when I soon as I see relationships all over social media, I'm like, you just put a timeline, uh, like an end time on your relationship. Because like you just said, people going to test it. People mm-hmm. going to slide in. People going to try to break that up. And then on the other side of that, it's kind of like if you got to post how happy you are, are you really that happy? Mm-hmm. You don't have time to be happy because you're too busy posting about being happy. Like who are you trying to fool? So that's why I'm like, yeah, when you say this has social media helped or hurt the date, it's 50-50 because I've known a few relationships that have blossomed via social media in like doing four years strong. Well, you know, something else that's interesting is that a lot of people use relationships as a form of branding. Like there are a lot of couples that have actually created a brand off of their relationship and celebrating their love. What do you think the on the run tour was? Hey, (laughs) just saying. Have you ever seen a crowd going, hey, shit, I'm about, no, but but if, I, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But unless you are a Jay-Z and Beyonce, stop. Well, they're trying to be <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce. They're There's trying. nothing to brand by being a wee man and a CNA. That's all I'm saying. No. I'm just saying. but no, Know but what you're branding. A, a lot of people, I've, I've noticed that, that, you know, they have taken their relationship. They've created a following based off of their relationship and all of the things that they're doing. And they, they've they genuinely created a brand. Like, they created, like, T-shirt no. lines and all kinds of stuff. Do you see the pressure Seminars. on that relationship? <laughs> see what I'm saying now? Y'all not even in a relationship for each other anymore. Y'all are in a relationship for y'all so-called fans. So y'all can never break up. Y'all can never, like, even if y'all hate each other. Because of the sake of y'all fans. For the brand. For the brand. Y'all have to keep this together. You see the pressure. That's why, like, relationships that's on social media, why would you put that pressure? Because now I'm invested. Because if y'all break up, I have questions. I didn't like all the couple photos. My ba- I'm with Bay on my vacation. I'm liking and coming. Y'all look cute together. Okay, y'all not together. Okay, I need answers. What happened? Who cheated on who? <laughs> who hit who? But y'all don't want to talk about the breakup, but y'all want to post the relationship. See, stop doing that. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, posting your significant other, you know, occasionally, you know, photos with your family, you know, things like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What is excessive? Like me and Bay using a bathroom together. Like, okay, y'all, damn it. Just no. I've seen it. You just want to be cautious with that. Yes, you You do. do. No, don't do that. And then be honest. I think in the world of dating, again, because people they live their social media lives. You you be and they are scamming too out here. But that's a whole other conversation. Go ahead. Oh Lord, yeah, we talked about them scammers. But what I say, being honest, is not necessarily. I mean, if you're gonna lie, embellish to make yourself look, you know, better. That's one thing. But when I say be honest, be honest about your intentions. If you only dating to smash and have a good time and not trying to be serious, say that for men and for women. Because okay, there are people out there. No, I say that because there are people out there that are dating to find love. And there are people out there that are dating to find their next nut. No, listen, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. But how many men are really going to say to a woman, look. I'm not trying to be with you for real. I'm just trying to have sex with you and I'm out. Like, no, because he, he knows he's not going to get it. Well, you the one that said women die are more forceful and more assertive die day. No, women are definitely more aggressive yeah. than, you know, previously. <laughs> but what I'm Wish saying I see her is, face. <laughs> what I'm saying is most men are not going to do that. But what I will they suggest not. that men do is that be honest in terms of saying, look, I'm not necessarily looking for a serious relationship right now. Now, if that's something that develops out of this, but you know, like you I'm open enough. to it, you know, but right now I'm good, you know, doing me right now. And, you but know, I was actually talking to the ladies when I said be honest, because I want them to be honest with themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, this man is feeling you or not. You know that. Mm-hmm. And you just refuse to be honest with yourself and you're trying to make something happen 
what Regina Joy say, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not yeah. going to happen. And so many women have wasted time, like a lot of time yes. on someone that just was not that into them. Right. And then, right. And then it's nothing wrong with if you find yourself stuck on someone who you like, the heart wants what the heart wants. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. But you see they are in and they're out. Think you'll be in and out. You go and find somebody to, you know, take your mind off of whoever. There's nothing wrong with dating multiple people is all I'm saying. So match that energy. There you go. They either do one or two things. They either come around or they'll get the hell on. Either way, you ain't wasting your time sitting around trying to wait for somebody to act right. Well, some advice that my mom gave me a long time ago when I was a teenager is she said there's safety in numbers. And she told me that Mm. because... I was so hung up and caught up on, you know, my high school sweetheart at the time. And my mom was saying, like, look, you will be better off dating because you're young, dating multiple people, really, you know, finding out what you like and who you are than giving your all into this one person and he hurts you and you're crushed. And I never forgot that. And so I think it's important for women to date and have fun and not marry the first man that you think looks good on paper. That's something that I think so many women do. They're like, oh, my gosh, he has this check. Oh, my gosh, he's great. Check. No, like date this man, get to know this man and date other people, because it's all about finding out what you like, what you like, what you can tolerate, what you cannot tolerate, what you need, what you want those things are important when it comes to what your ultimate goal may be, which is a long-term relationship or marriage. Absolutely. So if that's what you're looking for, you cannot just marry the, the first, first man right. that you know has all of the credentials that you think he has on paper. Because, yeah, he may have this degree. He may have this nice home. He may have this nice vehicle. But this man could be deeply scarred in some other way or in which he could be emotionally abusive to you, physically abusive, you know, or whatever it may be. You really have to find out if this is someone that has everything that you not only want, but need. You exactly. tell me that all the time. <laughs> because it's important because we all know what we want. That's not a problem. I can tell you all day what I want. Mm-hmm. But how many people can actually sit here and say they know what they need? It's not a lot. And we need to know the difference between our needs and our want because everything that we want for ourselves ain't necessarily what we need. I'm going to tell you something else, too, that I think a lot of people overlook. And that's the importance of knowing your love language. Oh, yeah. Because so many people get into relationships with someone that does not understand their love language and at tell all. Them, like people who don't know what that and, means. And they're trying tell to change the person. So there's the five um, languages of love. And since Rayshawn put me on the spot, I hope I can remember all five of them. Oh, I got you. Um, you but don't. there's words of affirmation, mm-hmm. there's acts of service, uh, gifts, uh, quality time, and touch. And physical touch. Yep. Okay, so those are the five um, yeah, languages so of love. Which one is you? Mine is gifts. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm honest. <laughs> it's gifts. Okay, a lot of that has to do with childhood. Okay, I was bribed a lot as a child. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's how my mom whatever got me to do worked. whatever. Look, she wanted me to do. She's like, I'll buy you this. Okay. Um, but... You know, it, that's my love language. And I, I have to be honest with that. Wrong with that. But so many guys think because my love language is gifts, you they associate that with Louis, expensive Prada, gifts. Gucci, right. And it's all like, of that. no, I just like getting gifts. Like, whether it's, a, it's it candy, there, like, right, a card, you know, a, it could be a single stem rose. It's like, it's just the thought that you thought about me oh. that you considered me that you were like, I'm going to get this for her. Like, that, I don't know. That's just my love language. Oh. So, but I also give gifts. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that. baby. Yeah. If you lucky to get on her birthday list, every <laughs> day you get the best birthday gift, man. I'm telling you so. This is definitely true. Mine is definitely time. Because hmm. it's kind of like I always look at like time is that one thing that once it's gone, that is gone. You yeah. ain't never getting it back. You can't go to the store and buy no more. And I feel like you could have spent your time with anybody in the world. But the fact that you chose me, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just time spent. Like, because I cherish those moments. Like, because I like to get people, the best dates for me are, like, at home. Intimate settings. 
you're not, you know, trying to like. I, I want you to be just very relaxed. I want you to be your natural self, and that happen that works for me and against me. And we'll discuss. I'm probably not right now, <laughs> but I like them to be just completely relaxed in themselves because that's when you get exactly who they are. Yeah. And if you can, if your personalities gel well, if you can clash because you know when you out at a club. Restaurant, you trying to put your best self for? No, no, no! Don't give me your best. Give me your real self, and then I can determine because I'm gonna figure it out eventually over the course of time who you really are. Let me get tastes of that right now. Let me get you comfortable enough. So, how much time do you think it takes to really get to know someone's real self? I would say it shouldn't take no longer than three to six months. Okay, to get someone's real because it's their true self always comes out in, in oh, yeah. little ways like and then you have to always be keen to it you have to pay attention and ladies i i, I come down on y'all so hard because and i blame disney because y'all were made to believe that y'all were fairy princesses and there's nothing wrong with that and, and y'all want this prince charming that's gonna come and save you but he don't exist that only happens to Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. I'm telling you, I hate that movie too because they gave y'all a sense of false hope that Richard Gere is gonna save y'all. No, but what I'm saying with that is, women y'all seem to see what y'all only want to see. Oh yeah. When it comes to dating, like this man clearly has stated and he's shown you time and time again that I only want you for the things that you do, not for who you are. But y'all are still trying to turn that into something else. And he was up front all along, mm-hmm. but y'all saw what y'all wanted to see. So that's why I say be honest. And, fellas, don't leave nobody on. Don't. Don't lie to her. If yeah. you don't love her, don't tell her. Say, I like you. Because <laughs> she she may hate you, but guess what she ain't going to lose for you? Respect. respect. And if a woman loses respect for you, then she ain't going to never give you nothing. You came a cop a few. <laughs> no. When a woman loses respect for you, she's pretty much done. Uh-huh. She's done. Because even though you said, I don't, I like you, but you know, I ain't really trying to go there. She was like, oh, I can't stand him, but he's so cute. I'll still give him some. But if she loses respect, she respects you enough to still want to give it to you. But if she loses respect, then yeah, you can hang that up, partner. And I don't like liars, so that's just me. All right. Well, this was definitely an interesting yeah, about conversation. We can do part, some parts to this. We can go all. Oh, yeah, we could talk about this all day. Yeah, so just don't be surprised if next week this is part two <laughs> of the dating series. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in Absolutely. to another episode of Unapologetic. And we will be back next month, first Thursday at 8 p.m. if you want to listen to us live. And if not, you know, catch us when you can. But we are out of here. Thank you for listening. Peace out. <laughs>